Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Primo House podcast, the podcast about house music, the genre and you surrounding it. We are house music. I am your host, Roberta, and with me is Kame. Hello, hello. And our Primo House DJs, Trey Garcia. What up? Anthony Garcia. How's it going? And uh, our Primo House mascot, Daddy Longbody. And we are having, we actually have a third party missing, um, Dorian Perez is off this evening so he will not be <laughs> joining <Yes>. us <laughs> um but today we have a very special guest we have mr cameron kelly of kinetic productions out of new orleans hello hello mr cameron hello thank you so much for joining our podcast we really appreciate you taking the time happy pride month and um i wanted to anthony mentioned that you really enjoy uh parades and I went to ask, are you missing any of them this year? Yes and no. It's it's kind of, you know, I certainly enjoy parades. I'm from New Orleans, so mm-hmm. we, we love to just find a reason to disturb the peace. <laughs> and um, I am missing them, although I realize that it, there's a much bigger thing at hand that, Absolutely. that is way more important than a parade. Um so, um, I am certainly missing pride this year. However, you know, it's, uh, it's just one of those things that 2020 has given us and <laughs> that's the gift that keeps on giving. <laughs> I know it does keep on giving. <laughs> and you just, uh, relocated, right? I did, uh, about a, a little over a year ago, I moved to Warsaw, Missouri and to, uh, to take over the role as executive chef of a small lake restaurant. Mm. And, um, moved again to take over the restaurant inside of a hotel in Boonville, Missouri. Then COVID hit after we opened for six days. And oh. now I am the executive chef of Stevens College in, um, in Columbia, Missouri. Oh, good. Jeez, there's still something mm-hmm. around the corner. Congrats. So. Everybody needs to eat. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Everybody does need to eat. <laughs> Okay, so Cameron, in honor of Pride Month, we're going to talk about our favorite gay artists and how they've influenced us. But before we get into that, we're going to talk about uh, what we've all been listening to lately. So we're going to start off with our guest. Cameron, what have you been listening to lately? Um, I am really into the new Moody Man. Um, yes. That, uh, uh, Taken Away is probably one of the hardest hitting songs spiritually and um just it just really hits home being kind of freshly divorced and um uh, i love i've loved moody, moody man for 20 years and i i just love that he just keeps bringing things fresh that are still in touch with the roots of the music um and he still puts his own spin on it and just kenny diction junior for life i i <laughs> no doubt. absolutely love that track and i actually just did a um a guest mix for another San Antonio crew. Um, uh, Sprout, shout out, shout out to Rick Lara. There. What a break. Um, and that track was featured in the very beginning of that set. And yeah, uh, that's one thing. Um, Swing Up by, uh, by, by Bruno Browning on Soul Supplement. He and Roy Evans just knocked that out of the park. And um, man, I mean... I could just sit here and go on about everything that I'm listening to right now. 
Um, but those those are two things, two tracks specifically, and artists or three artists that really just stick out with the way that I'm feeling overall, and plus what the the swing up track really looks at the uh, the climate of of Black Lives Matter, and that's so important right now. I think I dare even say even more important than Pride Month. Um, we need to be focused on our 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 um, our people of color that are friends and family and that are, that are extremely oppressed and um, swing up really touches directly on, on those issues. And I'm, I'm proud of them for putting that, putting that track out recently. Yeah. Awesome. I want to get back to that conversation when we talk about the track you chose for today, but we'll, we'll get there uh, later. And what have you been listening to lately? Uh, Well, recently uh, finally bought a, another set of turntables. So I've been listening to a lot of like my old vinyl. It's refreshing to listen to uh, all those tracks that I haven't heard in a long time. So um, it's just good to hear that old music. You know, they don't make it like they used to, you know, um, a lot of those uh, tracks that I loved were made with a, a bunch of hardware, <clears throat> put a lot of time and effort into those tracks. Uh, it took a long time to make. Are you about to cry, bro? You know, not like, uh, <laughs> no, you know, as opposed to the tracks now, it's so easy to make on a DAW. You know, you, you put on a computer and you can make a track in a day. These tracks probably took months and, you know, hour, you know, just so much time just to, you know, put out one track. So uh, it's really good to hear some of those gems. I feel that. Yeah, it's been really oh, yeah. great having music around the house lately, too, and throwing on a record and not having to mix. Just listen to it. Yes. Ray, uh, what you got? So after hearing Cameron talk about what he's listening to, I really realized I need to do better research about what I'm going to talk about. But uh, no, I this week's been kind of weird, right? So uh, I was fortunate enough last week to record a set uh, with Anthony's encouragement, and and I've been trying to just kind of get through that, listen to some of it, see if you know where I could improve and, and change things. Uh, but Roberta actually bought me some records that just came in. I've been uh, I try to do kind of live edits on the fly while I'm playing. And she, she found, and there's a, some records I've been looking for for years, man. I, I was looking for a, uh, the heavy D now that we found love record nice. for, I probably, I mean, honestly, the better part of 15 years. You're and, welcome. Yeah. She found it, dude. It's amazing. <laughs> so I've been uh, rocking out, seeing what I could play it with, uh, what mixes well with it. I have a lot of, uh, kind of some real bassy minimal tracks. I think it sounds good over. And then she also found a 45 of Beastie Boys, uh, Paul Revere. So I've been jamming out to that. Nice. Yeah, it's insane, man. I'm like, I feel like I'm 15 all over again. That's a fun feeling, my friend. <laughs> what about you, Roberta? Well, um, I have been listening to um, some uh, Erasure and some the Susie and the Banshees, Joy Division, just keeping it old, old 80s, but the good. So real good. <laughs> oh my gosh Roberta's taking me back to my my, my childhood here <laughs> I have not been listening to anything lately uh, I've been reading so I'm going to put in a book recommendation uh, I just finished in like three days finished Trevor Noah's uh, Born a Crime it was a really easy read and just really great insight into a totally different world that I think as Americans we're not familiar with at all so that was a good one um i'd like to since you brought up a book i'm i'm reading the i don't know if you can see this but the Dow of bill murray yeah um <laughs> i highly recommend this book if you need to be cheered up and remember that life's 
too short to 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 really not and take life by the balls. And um, everybody should emulate the the Dow of Bill Murray. Um, no doubt, great book. It's not that long, you know. Yeah, right on. Probably have highly fun. recommend it. Um, it's really just about random Bill Murray sightings or interactions where he just pops into a party, <laughs> shows them a good time, and then walks away and tells them that they're, they'll never, nobody will ever believe them. Yeah. <laughs> I actually saw a documentary like about Bill Murray and all of the sightings. It was so good. Hasn't it happened to some of your friends in Austin? Anthony? Yeah, it has happened a lot in Austin. He likes he likes to hang out in Austin a lot. So a lot of my friends have seen him. You know, yeah. either uh, you know, we saw him at a um, Lupe Fiasco show, and he's also done a couple of, like pop up uh, bartending gigs. And yeah, he's just always all over Austin. So I heard uh, whatever you order from him, you could order a gin and tonic or a beer, and he'll hand you a tequila. <laughs> 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 That's it every time, no matter what you order. Nice. Welcome around here. <laughs> All right, well, we're going to take a quick commercial break, and then we'll be back. Hey, guys, instead of a commercial for this episode, Cameron Kelly has provided a poem, sort of an ode to house music, and it's read beautifully. Hope you guys enjoy. I like music that makes you feel. It makes you jump to your toes, send you places no one goes. This music full of love, history, and valor fills you with light in your darkest hour. You ever heard of Paul Johnson, Derek Carter, or Diz? They rock this music like nobody's biz. Maybe you know Roy Davis Jr. or Heather or Mark Farina. I go fucking nuts when their tunes hit the speakers. You know this music of which I speak? It'll make your mama, your daddy, and even your grandmama freak. I'd like to thank Frankie Knuckles for being the one. He paved the way that reached through this sun to the rest of the house heads. And now we are one. It's disco's revenge that keeps it together. When my head's full of clouds and stormy weather, house music, you see, is my very first love. It's almost as though it was sent from above. House is home to all the misfits. It's, we have peasants and royalty and those that turn tricks. We don't send you away because of the way that you dress. We don't give a shit if your life is a mess. On our dance floors, you'll find an array of folks from everywhere, every time, every way. But when that beat starts to hit and we all start to move, we come together and find the same groove. Lost we become. And then we all find that track we just heard just opened our minds. In this place, you're not among strangers. There's no sense of harm, no sense of danger. So come along for the ride. We go all night. Then we pour out of the warehouse way past the first light. Then we return to our lives with a new sense of self until we can put it all right back on the shelf. House music for us, you see, is our faith. It's proof that humanity has not gone to waste. Across the globe, we are a tribe that expresses itself through dancing and vibe. They were talking about our favorite gay artists and how they've influenced us. So I'm going to kick it off with my pick. And I chose uh, Leslie Gore. Uh, You don't own me. And um, surprisingly enough, I actually did not know that she was a lesbian. Uh, she actually didn't come out until 2004. And uh, You Don't Owe Me actually continues to be a symbol of feminism and women's rights. It's been used in film, television, and ads for things like marriage equality and reproduction. Hmm. Very cool stuff. Nice. Yeah. I love my doo-wop stuff. You don't owe me. 
I'm so glad you picked that. Like it, it adds such a different uh, element to the whole, the whole house music thing. You know? Definitely. Didn't Wally do an edit of that track? <clears throat> Did you say Wally? Uh, Wally Green. Oh. Wally Green. It sounds like something he would do. Absolutely, it sounds like something he would do. Yeah. Um, I'm fairly certain I've heard a remix of it or an edit of some sort. And I, I, I love that song. Yeah, it's a great song. Check that out. Mm. Yeah. And what about you, Cameron? What is My favorite gay artist? Um, uh, I picked Derek Carter for a couple of different reasons. Um, <laughs> I mean, he is not only one of the world's best DJs and producers, um, he's influenced everything that I do as a DJ. Um, he's also been a very close and personal friend over the last few years. And, um, and he's literally the person that Frankie Knuckles passed the torch to. Whether he wants to admit it or not, that's the guy. Um, he is kind of our spokesperson now. Um, he's the person that that represents our our collective voice, in my opinion. Right on. Um, and he is absolutely such a beast at being able to um, capture sounds of funk, soul, disco, acid, all in the same mm-hmm. realm. And, and all on the same really track, flow. right? Uh, yeah. <laughs> that's crazy. It's nuts. And I, I just, I, that's the, the most influential artist that I can think of that, that's, that's gay for sure. Or, I mean, really of all time for me, um, Derek's, Derek's my boo. Uh, it's <laughs> absolutely my favorite DJ and producer of all time. Nice. Let's listen to a clip for a bit. such a hard time choosing a, just a clip of that track the reason it was so difficult for me well one it's just like you guys said it turned it's like 15 different genres there's so many little beautiful moments in it but the lyrics are so powerful and i just couldn't find i was like starting and stuff right exactly yeah. but like the whole thing and it's none of it's repetitive it, all the lyrics are different every single uh verse so i went with the more positive ones and it's, it was such a, a hard, it, he's a hard person to p- pick your favorite track from. And that one is the one that really encompasses all of the genres that he is just fluent in. And and he also uses his own voice there. So, you know, I'm from New Orleans, so where you add is always, is <laughs> <laughs> um, it, it just speaks to me. I agree. Beautiful track. Um, what about you, Cammy? For this episode, Anthony and I fought for days over who was going to choose this one, but finally I won. So I got to choose 
the queen of disco themselves, Sylvester. Nice. Yeah. So I chose Mighty Real. Mark me advantage. Hell yeah. You know, I've told this story before, but when Anthony was first trying to get me to understand what house music is, we spent a couple, like a week just listening to disco and building up our disco playlist together. And then for some reason, like Sylvester was what clicked for me. And I was like, oh, like, I don't know why. That was just like my my entry level. Anthony sent me this really amazing article today about Sylvester and just like how they um, was just ahead of their time. And people were just catching up to how amazing it was. Um, Oh, my God. This amazing quote in that article was that David Bowie said David Bowie played at San Francisco. Nobody was like impressed with him. And he didn't go back to San Francisco for four years. And he said, San Francisco has Sylvester. They don't need me. Love that. Love that line. Um, So anyway, let's just listen to a quick little clip of that one. I have that eight track, actually. Nice. What? Nice. You have moved how many times in the past year and you're carrying that around with you? Actually, that's all still back in Louisiana. Okay, that was the most expensive eight track in the world. Yes. <laughs> right? Awesome. You should frame it, put it in a shadow box, man. That would be very cool. I actually, um, that was part of my, my, uh, my parents, uh, my mother's collection, my grandmother's collection that I was, oh. I was given. So it just stays like, hidden yeah um, that's very special bunch of old salsal in there and just stuff that i didn't realize that my family listened to um after you know when i was a kid and then you know i i i got it after my grandparents died and was just like oh i didn't realize that my my mom was that tuned in but nice know, very good track well, far from the tree, <laughs> the tree. <laughs> um well uh let's go on Anthony, what did you pick? Oh, man, uh, this was a little bit difficult one, but um, my choice, and, you know, to me, he's just a, one of my favorite DJs, regardless if he's you know, gay, straight, bi, whatever. Like, he, he's one of my favorite DJs, but he does so happen to be gay, so I, I picked him as my choice. Uh, and my choice was DJ Dan. I always have said, you know, thousands of times that Mark Farina and Derek Carter were my number one inspirations, but when I really, really think about it, it it all came back to DJ Dan. Uh, when I first started listening to in- underground music, uh, I didn't even know what it was. Uh, I heard a tape called a tribute to James Brown from DJ Dan that kind of blew my mind. And that was kind of my, like my first introduction to dance music. And, you know, I, I listened to that tape, wore it out, probably bought it like four or five times because it was that great. And um, that's pretty much like my foray into to house music. And, and I think, even the music that I play now, it's it's a huge, he's a huge influence because I like that old West Coast funky, breaky, you know, house. So, uh, you know, I definitely think it's, uh, you know, huge inspiration to me, so. Damn. 
I think I downloaded the set on Soulseek back in 2000. Nice. So that was all done on vinyl. I think it was done on three turntables, just all old, you know, James Brown and James Brown influenced tracks. And uh, it was definitely, uh, you know, introduced me to house and, you know, it was a great inspiration. And uh, actually my very first huge rave that ever played out in El Paso uh, was opening up for him. So it kind of like came around a whole 360 degrees. So it was, it was an honor opening up for him. And uh, yeah, it was a great time. So Masterpiece right there. Yeah. It was uh, really great for me, too. but so I listened to the whole thing and I was like, oh my God, if that ain't my husband, like that is so, like you can tell where Anthony really draws his inspiration from, like it's, you know, not too far off. And um, what about you, Mr. Frey? So I, I do have to uh, preface with, I never really categorized my favorite producers into the gay or not gay. <laughs> so, but, so I actually had to do a little bit of research, uh, but something kept sticking with me about Tanaglia, Danny Tanaglia, and I... Uh, you know, when I was younger, I was playing all of his tracks and listening to all of his CDs. And um, and then as I got older and started playing out, I, I always started to feel like I was like cheating if I played his records. Right. It's like they're just so good. Like, I don't really I don't feel like I was even like, like I should have been playing. So uh, but I picked uh, the chant 13 minute track. Uh, also very hard to select where in that track that I was going to pick. But. The funny thing about it is I think that record came out like in 96, 97. And, uh, but that sort of tribal feel, uh, that minimal gongas and stuff like that, I, I, what I tend to gravitate towards now when I'm playing. So, so glad we did the research for this. I'm so glad I found that track again. Check it out. Very New York, like tribally. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Good so good. It's that post garage sound. Right. Yeah. Um, exactly. And that man's a beast. Can so soberly play for twenty four hours and still sweep the floor <laughs> while, while he does it. You know. Yeah, I think he was one of the first ones to start doing those marathon sets. He was always known for six hours, and then everyone just started wanting to one up him. All right, time for some shameless plugs. Don't forget to make the social media rounds. Follow us on Instagram. Give us a like on Facebook and give us a follow and a listen on SoundCloud. You can find us by searching Primo House with a space. If you want us to plug any of your projects, send us an email at primo.house.satx at gmail.com. Again, that's primo.house.satx at gmail.com. Lightning round. <laughs> so, <laughs> before we go... We have some questions for you, Mr. Cameron, and okay. I need, need you to uh, and just answer them without explanation. So are you ready? I am ready. I don't think you know me, though, answering without explanation. <laughs> <laughs> okay. This is true. All right. Question number one. You're stuck on an island. Pick one album you get to take with you. Oh, that's fucked up. Um. <laughs> <laughs> um one album i get to take with me uh paul johnson i need another plan yes. does that count okay that's perfect okay question number two what's your favorite curse word 
My favorite curse word? Fuck, 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 fuck. Fuck, 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 yeah. <laughs> okay, question number three. Which golden girl do you most relate to? Sophia, Blanche, Rose, or Darth? Um, I think <laughs> of a, a mixture of Sophia and and Blanche. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, yeah, I love, I love Sophia. Love Sophia. Picture this. Okay. Anyways, question, next question. If you could collaborate on an album or a single, who would you like to do that with? Ooh. Pick anybody. Your dream collaboration. I'm, I'm going, ooh, that's so tough. Um, Heather. DJ Heather. <laughs> nice. 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 Good choice. Good All right. Next question. What is your most commonly used emoji? My most commonly used emoji? Um... The poop emoji. <laughs> <laughs> For what? <laughs> um, when I hate it when people use the thumb emoji and <laughs> I will autom- if you use it, I automatically Perfect. change it to emoji, um to call you a shithead. <laughs> All right. Um and the next question, what is uh the shittiest gig you've ever played? The shittiest gig I've ever taken? You can say names or not names. <laughs> um shittiest gig I've ever taken. God, there's been so many. Um, uh, uh, there was one time, no, because that was a great set. Um, <laughs> the, the, the promoter handled it completely wrong and I wound up having to stay just sit in at his job so he could fly me out of town. Um, Amazing. I we need a whole episode dedicated there. to the story. Awesome. But that's real. Um, that's amazing. That he worked right in front of his front desk for six hours and bought my plane ticket to leave. Please oh. tell me you were sitting Indian style. <laughs> <laughs> That's racist, bro. He means Chris Cross applesauce. Yeah. What's really funny about that, or not funny, when I said it, I was like, are we allowed to say Indian style anymore these days? I don't think so, right? Chris Cross style. Showing my age. Yeah. <laughs> we gotta call it Yogi style now. I guess. Uh, Yogi style. There you go. Um, Cameron, did you um, have anything that you wanted to plug? I do have a new mix that's on um that's on Sprout. Um, I am currently recording a couple of mixes. I'm I'm working on a um on another House Music Heroes set for for House Salad. Um, I I did right on. I did a Monique Bingham mix back in 2015 that was the last mix that i did for for house salad um but i'm working on one um uh to showcase steve Phil curly right now yeah i and i'm i also play on sugar shack every other sunday from noon to two sugar shack radio.com i did not you have a soundcloud or mix cloud or anything like that i do have a soundcloud it's uh kinetic productions uh mix cloud is cameron kelly um, there are mix. There's like 80 or so mixes, including a whole mix series that I hosted back when Kinetic was very active in New Orleans. Um, there's uh, 36 mixes that are in that series, and um, uh, plus all of the radio shows from from Chicago House FM when I was on My House Your House, um, my five hour radio shows that used to be on on Sugar Shack. Um, so yeah, there's a ton of music on my mix cloud, uh, my sound cloud. I keep that. I, 
I'll throw it up every now and then. Um, there's also a, a collaboration mix. There's a live mix from the Kinetic seven year anniversary of me and Mark Farina. Um, that's there. Um, it's me for the first cool. two and Mark for the last seven. It's called Seven Hours in Motion. Nice. <laughs> nice. Or for the last five. I'm sorry. Two hours for me, five hours for Mark, seven hours in motion. All right. And what do we have to plug? Uh, <laughs> go subscribe to the podcast, please. first of all. Everybody, please go subscribe. Find your platform that you typically listen to podcasts on and, and subscribe there. Uh, you can also find us on SoundCloud, Spotify. Uh, iTunes. Yeah. Yep. All of them. Uh, we have some mixes out on, on SoundCloud as well. Primo House. Um, go follow us on. Dot <laughs> 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 org. Miss <laughs> Raise your hand if you've ever been found yourself in a misconnection. Me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Really? Yeah. I was what? the girl at Banana Republic. Oh, Dorbs. He's like, I had the banana in my pants. Nice. I was the guy driving the smoke signals van that apparently uh, made eye contact with somebody on the road. <laughs> you got you got eye fucked or what? <laughs> is that bad? No, this isn't bad. Why am I? I can see. I can, this is how I talk. Why are you guys acting like you're not like this when we're around each other? I'm thinking of real. I'm with y'all. I mean, when I say y'all, I mean not Cam, not Cammy. <laughs> yeah, but outside of all those, uh, just do the social media rounds: uh, Instagram, Facebook. Uh, we're out there, Primo House. Thank you so much, Cameron. We so appreciate. Yes, thank you for coming out. Thanks for coming out. Oh, no problem. Thanks really, for having really. me, guys. Yeah, man, really enjoyed speaking with you, man. Yes, That's we're definitely gonna have you play uh, with us, have you out here soon. Oh, yeah. Time for a little lightning round madness. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Time for a little lightning round madness. Uh huh. Oh, yeah. Time for a little lightning round madness. Dig it. Oh, yeah. Lightning round. Lightning round. Lightning round madness. Uh huh. Lightning round. Uh huh. Oh, yeah, lightning round. Lightning round, oh, yeah. Lightning round, oh, yeah, dig it. Lightning round, oh, yeah. Lightning round, oh, yeah, dig it. Lightning round, oh, yeah, yeah.